Amen. So I'm going to ask the praise and worship team to come back up, please. The praise and worship team, please come back for a minute. So I want you guys to do the opening song that we open up with this morning, praise and worship team, so the rest of the uh, church can hear this powerful, powerful song. Amen. Let us bow our heads. <clears throat> Thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for giving us a chance to say thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Even though we can't see you sometimes, even though sometimes we feel like we can't feel you, we love you. You're so amazing. Speak to us today, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Bless us right now. Allow your Holy Spirit to take residence in our life. We reduce that you may increase. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. It's time to be honest. It's time to be honest with ourselves as believers. It's really time, flurry, for us to be honest with ourselves. Um, have our spirit that runs and controls our life. Where is that spirit coming from? And who am I yielding myself to? Let your mind be your guide. The beauty of God is that he loved us so much that he's willing to put it all on the line. He figured he'd roll the dice and, um, and see if I could just give him another chance to say yes. I've sent so many prophets and 
so many evangelists, and they keep ignoring them. But let me try it one more time. When God decided that he wanted to create the world, uh, while the thought was in his mind, he started to speak. His words that was in his mind became a picture to all of us. It first was a thought, then it was visualized when he spoke it. I want you to hear me well, because this is important. And I want every young person, every kid, to put your phones up. All right? <clears throat> I know it's easy to FaceTime and social media and do all that kind of stuff and then not pay attention, and you walk around powerless. All right? <clears throat> now, if you need your phone to take notes, take them. If you want to take a picture of the screen, take it. All right? But this is going to be life-changing today. I want you to know that uh, often uh, in this religious arena, uh, we often talk about God and the uniqueness of this great, great big God in the world that's out there somewhere in cyberspace uh, that we pray to and talk to uh, and um, that we believe in, we trust. And we fail to realize who we are and why we're so important. And what is man? That God is so mindful of him that he made them a little lower than the angels. What is it about you that's so important to God? What is it about you that God said that I would never leave you nor forsake you? Now, you're going to make mistakes in your life. You're going to do some things. Uh, but God says, I know about all your shortcomings. I know about all your mistakes. I know about the things you don't even know about. I know your thoughts before you even think them. Uh, and yet, I still love you. Right? Uh, there was a group of people, they called them Gnostics. They were a very religious group of people. And they were very, very spiritual. And um, so Gnostics, um, they kind of worship angels, right? And so there was a battle. So when you read the Bible, Paul talks about those Gnostics and all that. Uh, but if there's some books that, were, that was written and some letters that was written that never made the Bible. And some of the stuff that the Gnostics wrote never made the Bible. And so the uniqueness, they fought uh, with this situation about the angels and all that because they knew that these angels were ministering spirits that came down and got inside the body of people and really took control of them. Now, Paul talked about it because uh, Paul says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. So Paul had an insight of what was going on. Paul was very unique because he was very brilliant, uh, very intellectual, uh, but he was a guy, man, that spent his life uh, trying to destroy the Christians. Uh, but he also spent his life, man, trying to learn about God. And so when this Christian group came along, it kind of messed Paul up. And Paul was confused in his mind. Everybody say in your mind. Uh, Paul was confused in his mind. And Paul thought, hear me well, Paul thought he was doing God a favor by going around persecuting Christians. 
He thought, everybody said thought. He thought he was doing God a favor, right? And he was going around uh, putting people in jail and arresting them, and he messed around and got a letter uh, on his way to Damascus. And en route to Damascus, he has an encounter with God. So the God of the universe spoke to him. And he spoke to him. He says, Paul, I need to understand why are you who in love with me, who loves everything about me, why are you kicking against the prick? So well, why are you going around trying to destroy people who actually doing my work? Right? And so this encounter, man, transformed Paul's life. So much so, uh, he blinded Paul so Paul could not see. He sent Paul on a journey on a hiatus, and Paul went away for three years, and he devoted himself to learning about this Jesus Christ uh, and him crucified. Now, I'm a pretty well-read young man. I don't talk about it a lot, but uh, uh, so Jesus uh, is really a Greek word, right? For those who are out there on social media and all that and say, you know, Jesus, the J was not in the Bible, man, and Jesus is um, not real and, and all that kind of stuff. His name was not Jesus. His name was not Jesus. His name was Yeshira, right? Uh, but the Greeks uh, in war, whoever conquered, they get to transform the community. So when the Greeks come in, they brought in their language and a lot of intellectual stuff, and they, they changed the name from Yeshua to Jesus. But I want you to understand the power, the power that God wanted us to get, and it was going to rest, it was going to rest in the mind of man. Everybody said the mind of man. And they can play games with the names and all that, but he's going gonna to rest in the power of man. Now, your mind is so powerful, all right, it is so powerful, it can make you believe a lie even though you're looking at the truth. I mean, you, you're looking at I know, I, I'm telling you, I saw it, all right? And, and your mind said, I'm telling you, I'm not telling you what I heard, I'm telling you what I saw with my own eyes. And they said, no, you're not, you didn't see that. Both of us can look at the exact same thing and see it differently, right? And so, uh, and it comes from the way we see things and our experiences in life and sometimes moves, right, and things that happen, we see it and then we say, man, this is actual fact and it's not really fact, it's just the way you saw it, right? Your mind and your imagination is so powerful, man, you can almost bring things into existence, man, on your mind alone. So uh, I want to take you on this journey, and, and we're going to try to get through it today about uh, letting your mind be your guide, all right? So today is the day when we make our conscious decision. Everybody say conscious decision. Not our unconscious decision, but our conscious decision. We're going to be present today, all right? We're going to make a conscious decision to put the end to every kind of immature behavior that starts in our mind and is manifesting in our day-to-day -day operation. Today, we're, gonna be con we're not going to run by our subconscious anymore. We're going to be aware of our unconsciousness. Right? So, so today is the day that we're going to pay attention right, to what's going on now. Right? So uh, it's important today uh, we must. Everybody say we must. We must acquire. We must acquire the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. And we got to understand when God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, what he's saying was, I'm going to be in you even if you don't recognize I'm in you. 
Even if other people say I'm not, I'm telling you I'm in. And he said, I'm not leaving you, nor am I going to forsake you. He said, I'm going to reside in you. That's why he said the kingdom is amongst you and is in you. So you have to understand you have the nature of God residing in you. You're not just anybody, right? And the people you're looking at and the people you talk to is not anybody. That's why he told you it was so important that we love one another because really, man, love comes from God. So when I look at you, I'm really looking at a representation of the king. Right now, you may not act like that because you allow other spirits to control the way you think. Right? So you got to pay attention to that, and we're going to talk about that. All right? So our struggle is real, and our fight is real, but it's a spiritual fight, man, not a physical fight. Everybody says spiritual. Now, it's important. It's a spiritual fight. So uh, the, 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 the important is when you see our mind, our mind is the central, uh, it's the CEO of our body, right? And, and, uh, and it, it, it controls a lot of stuff. If you're in pain, you can change it by the way you think, right? If you're going down the wrong path in life and you don't, li if you don't like the path you're going in, I can change my entire path by the way I think. Uh, uh, you can say anything you want about me, but I am what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm only th I am what I think I am. And, and whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, so is that man. Right? Now, if you understand that, and I understand God resides in me, and I got this power, so if God spoke it into existence, then I might be able to do the same thing. So watch your mouth. Everybody say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth because you may speak thing that you really don't want. And you may bring it to pass just by you speaking into existence. But it's always formulated first in your mind, then it's manifested in your speech. And your speech is a picture of what goes on in your head. So if you don't want anybody to know the picture, don't speak it. Because once you speak it, I'm going to hold you accountable because you just showed me the picture. right? And you're going to tell me what spirit is leading you by the way you talk. So the way you talk and the way you communicate is going to tell me who's, who's your leader, who's your Lord, who's your guide, right? Uh, so Paul says this in Philippians, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, right? He said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Now, it's important because Jesus was in the mind of God, and it was, he was manifested in the physical. So he says, the work that I do and the things that I say and what goes on is really not me, but my Father who sent me. It was so close, and the, uh, uh, Sam, and it was so tight that some people said he was actually God. Some people say, well, he really not God. He just wanted anointed prophets, right? Uh, so, but the one thing they knew, it was something different about him because no man can do the miracles you do it except God be with him. So he was very unique, right? And so in John, he tells us uh, that the word became flesh. God thought became a word, and the word became human, right? And the human, which is Jesus, God was trying to let us know in no uncertain terms 
that I need you to get it together because you really don't understand. So let me come down in the flesh. Let me show up and show out. I got to show up and I got to show out. I got to show up and show you the power of God and show you that Satan has no power over you. Now, Jesus was unique in the sense that he was a human being, and yet he was spiritual, right? So his father was God, and his mother was Mary. Now, here's the thing. What made him so, so awesome was the way he think. Everybody say the way he think. He believed. He believed with all of his might that if he spoke it, it was so. Now, now, we don't think that way, but we need to get the mind of Christ. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, right? He goes on in Philippians, the fourth chapter, uh, and, he, and, and I, I took out the first couple of verses, and then it gets down and it says, fix your thoughts. Everybody said, fix your thoughts. Fix your on what is true. Now, you gotta, I mean, you can think somewhere else then. You can really put your mind somewhere else. So that means I got to fix it because I can fix it on a lie. Some of you all, and I've told lies for so long, you thought the lie was the truth. Right? And so and so you kept telling it, even though you found out it was a lie, you kept telling it as though it was the truth. Don't raise your hand. Just nod. There we go. He said, fix your thought on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So now, what you think is important. A lot of us have anxiety, stress, depression, right? All those things, you hear me well, has nothing to do with the environment. It has everything to do with you reacting to the environment. That's why they can give you medication, man, to try to adjust the way you think and make you see things differently. All they're trying to get you is adjust your mind. So they give you some stuff and say, if you take this here, it'll change your mood. And then you'll become more relaxed. Right? So for those who like to get high, you know, every now and then you say, I want to get relaxed. So I take something that relaxes me. All right? And what I'm doing is taking my brain, and my brain uh, have these stems that's coming out that's connecting to all the, the universe and, and things that I've came in contact with, and I got this information jump from one side next to the next, and then when I start taking um, these drugs and alcohol and all those things, what happens is the information jumps from here to here. Now listen to me. Raise your hand. Now listen. Not, this is not present. Everybody, this is not present. This is somewhere in your life, right? If you've ever drinking alcohol, raise your hand. Right now, I know y'all ain't drunks, but you know. Right now, when you drink alcohol, what alcohol does to you is it takes information that's now over here and it has to get from here to here. Right? Alcohol slows the hop. So, when information gets here to here in the synopsis, you got to understand the brain, and the information jumps from here to here, you got information jumping. When you start to drink alcohol, it slows it down. So now you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
you know, and you're really smart. So you get somebody that's real smart, right? And they said, man, what's going on? Man, it's just cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Said, where you going today? Well, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going over here, you know what I'm saying? Where's over here? Well, I'm tell you about it, you know what I'm saying? Right? So what happened? They ain't being cool. They just can't get it there. It's slow. It's slow. It's trying to get there, but it won't jump, right? It's slow, man. It's slow, right? And so it affects the way you think. That's why they call them mood-altering chemicals. It changes the way you behave, right? And you can take some stuff, and, and you take it, and you're like, man, I ain't lying to you, brother. I'm going over there. See what I'm saying? What you talking about, man? I, I promise you I'll be there. I'm, when you coming right now, man? Where you, where, you know, you like, he said, man, what he take? They call it speed. Now information is going too fast. You can't even keep up with it, right? So those things, but it's all affecting your brain and your mind. Right? So he tells us, that's why he tells you fix your thoughts. Right? And so you got to be careful. Now, remember, we are spiritual beings having earthly experiences. So if we are spiritual beings having earthly experiences, we got to guard our brain. Right? And we have to guard our mind. If this is the control center, right? And God says, I'm always going to be with you. Where is he going to be with you? In your mind. He's coming here. And he said, I got, I'm going to work through there, so then I'm going to allow you to speak things into existence, do all those things, so I need you to keep your mind clear and think clearly because the enemy is going to attack you, and he's going to attack you in your mind. Everybody say in your mind. Now, so today we must acquire for ourselves the strength of mind and soul. And we got to marry them together. And this is, this is important, now, Savannah. It's important. Don't miss this here. Uh, I told you guys about your heart. I told you to get your heart right. I told you watch out uh, what's going on. Fix your lies up. Uh, get those things straightened up in your heart. Stuff that you know is not right, man, that don't set well with you, get it right because what happens is almost like it's a pipeline that goes through your mind, and when your heart is not right, it goes through your mind, and your mind starts thinking crazy, and then when it starts thinking crazy, it changes your heart. Right? So it's, almost, it's a loop. Remember I talked about the loop? Is there. Now, so our struggle is real, and we're in a fight for our lives. So if we're going to win the battle, we got to win the battle in our mind first. Everybody say in our mind first. I got to get my mind. So now, uh, addiction is real. All right? Those things are real. Uh, so it comes, and so it tries to affect you. Satan tries to attack you in your mind so I can control the way you behave. Right? So Jesus is coming and tell you I want you to operate in righteousness. Everybody say righteousness. Now, I want to talk to you about uh, this foothold in your life, this foothold in your life that you got to get rid of. Right? So there's, uh, there's some demonic spirits that come in, and one of them that comes in your body are these passions. Now, I want you to think about it. Oh, everybody, I want you to hear me well, kids. I'm going to try to break it down so you understand it. It's called erotic love. Right? You have this, this over-desired desire to have sex with somebody, you want to do something, and you, and you know you ain't supposed to do it, but the, the wheels are so strong, and you're looking at, you're, you're on pornography, you're doing all kind of stuff, you're undressing people, and they're fully dressed. And you do it, watch this here, with your mind. 
You got a multi-billion dollar industry, man, that trusts your mind. They believe if I can show you a picture, I can control the way you behave. It can send out, your brain is so powerful, your brain will make you think it's real when the girl don't even know you. You ain't never seen him. He ain't never seen you in your life. But your mind tell you it's real, so all of a sudden, uh, you start behaving, sending your body through all this stuff, right? That's a spirit. Everybody says it's a spirit. That spirit has come in, and we got to eradicate it. We got to get it out of our life. That thing is getting it, and it's making us so bad, we're looking at people wrong. And sometimes we say, God, please forgive me for the thought. Raise your hand if you ever said that before. Not about, you know, don't tell me what you said it about. Just say you said it, right? You say, God, forgive me for the thought. If they just knew what I was thinking, they would never speak to me again. They wouldn't allow me to come to their house. They'd never, ever, ever, ever have anything to do with me again if they knew what was going in my mind. Right? Uh, what is that, that that you know is so wicked and so evil that, that, that uh, you know if somebody heard it, it would mess you up? Everybody says spirit. It comes in. The sex thing, he said, you got to watch that spirit of wickedness. Some of us are absolutely wicked. Right? I mean, we low down wicked. Everything we do is evil. Ain't nothing good about it. I, I'm always plotting to do something wrong. I know it's wrong. I call you up on the phone, playing games with you, doing all kind of stuff, and I know it's going to hurt you. How many, don't answer that. Some of us, man, do things just to hurt people. I, it was my plan to hurt them. I was trying to beat you out of your money, but I wasn't going to tell you that because I act like I was your friend. Now, you my buddy. You know, I'm, I'm cool with you, but I'm really, really not really cool with you, but I'm evil because I'm trying to get inside your camp. And if I get in your mind, I got you. Right? And then you have this, um, here's another spirit that you got to really watch. It's a very strong passion. This was big, right? And I had to wrestle with this one, man, because I had an issue with it, JB. It's uh, the love of praise. Right? Uh, I need somebody to say, Pastor, you know you preach that thing today. You know, and so, and I had to, God had to show me, he said, because I needed that, you know, so I said, he said, what, I said, what is that? He said, that's, the, that's evil. He said, that's, that, that, that's a, you have this desire that you need somebody to praise you and lift you up. He said, that ain't for me. He said, because you are good enough. So when you have this great desire, you got to realize, man, what, I got to get that, th those things will come in your life, and some, watch, this stuff will hitchhike. How many people ever hitchhiked in your life? Right? Some of you guys too young, they quit the Sam. Thank you, Sam. Sam about 75. So people 75 and older, they hitchhiked. They ain't had no car. Hitchhiking, for the young people, they don't know what that is. Hitchhiking is, in our world, uh, in the terms so you understand, they're going down the street, they're trying to get to Grand Rapids, and they don't have a car, so they get on 96, and they stick their thumb out, and somebody on their way to Grand Rapids have room in their car, they'll stop their car, let you get in, you hitchhike and roll with them. Some people, man, hitchhiked off your... They, well, we'll talk about that. Right now, so, uh, so, uh, uh, and, yeah, I believe that long, all right? The next one is fundus of strife. These are spirits. Everybody says spirits. Now, it's important to understand that, right? Because sometimes, some of us, man, love to debate and argue. We don't call it arguing. Man, we just, we just debate, and this is an honest debate, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm so... You lying? Jesus ain't Jesus. His name is Yeshua. 
No, it's not. No, God ain't real. I'm telling. Listen, I got the scripture for. It. I'm telling you, I did some research on it. And you said we just talking. We we ain't, no. We were like, no. You so mad? If watch your spirit. Watch your spirit. Some rise up on the inside of you, and then you try to act like you cool about it, but your voice start raising, and it start going up, and up, and up. And you say the name. And you think you and you think you defending Jesus. When a spirit has just got inside of you, man, and God said, that ain't, that ain't no spirit. You ain't defending me. That's the spirit of Satan working in you. Because what, what happens is when I'm trying to tear you down and stop you, I'm never going to get you to believe what I believe by arguing with you. Think about it. The more I argue with you, man, the more you're not going to believe anyway. Because you're trying to tell me, and I'm trying to tell you you're wrong, and you're telling me I'm wrong. And I'm like, oh, I'm not bagging down now. So I'm trying to find stuff to prove it. Even if you prove me wrong, I'm going to prove you wrong even if I have to lie about it and quote something I don't even know what I'm quoting. What I heard, that everybody says that's a spirit. Those are some erratic path. And if you're that person that you love to debate and all this kind of stuff, you, and you think it's nothing, that spirit will hitchhike. Now, remember I talked about hitchhiking? Satan will hitchhike in one area just to get into your life to take control of the way you think. So he may slip in over here where you thought you were just debating something, and that spirit slip in. All of a sudden, man, you're doing stuff you had no business doing because you allowed that spirit to hitchhike, jump in. Now, my mama used to say it this way, if you let the devil ride, he's going to want to drive. Right? So he may come in over here. The, uh, I had a friend up from Africa, and he said, man, when they got ready to date girls, he said, they don't date girls. Ooh, I'm man, I'm really old. I, I'm, I'm, I'm from the finish. He says, the first thing we ask them is, do they smoke marijuana? Because they say marijuana is a gateway drug, right? Uh, you hitchhike and slip in, and once you get in, it gets you into other stuff, right? So if a girl says she smoked marijuana, we don't deal with her. I don't care how smart she is, we don't care how brilliant she is, because if they smoke marijuana, and I'm not telling you that's true, that's what, I, that's what somebody told me. I'm not, I can't tell you that's, that's what happened, right? He said, but it's a gateway to something else. So what Satan will do is he'll slip in in your life, right? Now, it's important. Now, let's go to Ephesians. Oh, I got to go back. Now, because I need to go through this real quick. I'm going to be done. I'm, I'm a little over time. But So everybody said jealousy. That spirit, why are you jealous of somebody when you ain't got nothing to do with their life and what they got going on? But I'm jealous of you because of something that I have the resource to get, but I didn't buy it, and I blew mine or whatever. And I'm jealous of you because of your house that you worked and paid for, but I'm jealous of your car. You know, I'm jealous of your kids that, that, that you birthed. Make that mean I'm jealous of your daughter because she's smart and she's going to Harvard. Or your kid going to Cornell. Or your kid going to, you know, Michigan. So I'm jealous. Now, make it make sense. That's a spirit. Everybody said, that's, a, that not, that's not from God. And the thing is so strong. Then he says, oh, my whole screen went away. But I'm going to go back and say, slip slides. All the slides are gone. All right, now. I don't know where oh, it was up there, but it ain't on here. All right, now, so let me keep on. So everybody say anger, wrath. Some of you guys get so angry that you carry a knife. And you cut somebody for real, for real. Not for play. And, and now, now they, listen, y'all laughing, but I'm serious. And some of you guys have bought a gun, and, and you know you can't control your temper. So your mind, see, these things come in your mind, right? Not a whole, everything going on. Okay, now, and everybody say anger. And he said, get angry and say not. Some of us get angry and the anger turns to wrath. Right? And then he says, uh, now, what the last one is, let me explain so you understand, all y'all understand. I want so much money. I need 
I need a whole lot of money. I need a million dollars. So but whatever you get, now watch this here. If you desire 10,000, God going to give it to you, and then you're going to want 20. If you got 20,000, he's going to give you 20,000 because you're greedy and you have this desire to want more. You're so possessed with worldly things. You try to do everything you get, everything you take, you'll steal from Peter, Paul, uh, uh, Savannah, everybody else to get what you want because you want, you're so greedy and you want anything. Those are spirits in your what? Mind. So let me get down this thing so we can move with it, right? And I'll be done. This is the only time I'm going, I'm going 12 30. I got to go 12 30 because I got to cover this, right? Now, so move to, move to the next. There you go. Now, and I'm done. Here we go. Everybody read. Read. Now, listen to me. He says, be ready for this. Because we're about to fight a battle like never before. And the battle's going to be in your mind. Everybody say your mind. If I get you to think it, I'm going to get you to do it. If I can get you to think it and dwell on it, then I'm going to get you to do it. And so your mind is so important. He said, now be careful. He said, arm yourself and get ready because he's going to attack you. Now everybody say my five senses. Your five senses is your gate. And you got to guard your gate. You got to guard your gates with all your life, with everything you have inside of you. And your gates really come from here. What are they? What are your five senses? There it is. Your sight, your smell, your taste, your touch, and your hearing. Think about it again. Now, all those things is controlled by your mind. If you don't guard them, Satan will slip in on things you see. And you can be as saved as you think you are. I can see something, and I'm saved. And I went to a conference. And in the conference, I was talking to the lady at the desk. She said there was, it was a pastoral conference, right? And so they all say pastors, right? She said, Mr. Duran, Pastor Duran, she said, do you know that men and women, pastors, male and female, do you know that the pastors uh, uh, rent more uh, pornography movies than anybody else that come to our hotel. And so that, 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 that thing, you see stuff, right? Uh, your food. Satan can come through the food you eat. Taste something. How many people you been you went out to eat or something with somebody that you love long time ago and the food so good you smelt it later and thought about them? Right? Some of you guys won't do it because you're sitting by your spouse. Right? right? All you did was smelt the cake that y'all had and it brought back all the memories. Right? Because Satan had come through there and then it had changed. Watch this here. Here's the thing. Soon as I smell it, I start to think it. It was an emotion attached to it. So now I'm starting to feel all those emotions. Now watch this here. The event took place 15 years ago. Let's not, that's it. Let's, let's not deal with the taste. Let's listen to the hearing. There's a song. Y'all already go with me. Look at that. <laughs> Crystal Hill already getting there ready to dance. She's like, she nailed the edge and said, listen, 
You better not listen to it no more, right? If I hear the song, and I've been married to Irene for 38 years. That's a beautiful woman, right? There's a song that I dated a girl back when I was in 11th grade, right? Soon as I, the song come on, I remember like yesterday. That was, thir- that was over, th- we've been married for 38 years. I went to college and all that. So that was in 79. I remember where we was when we both committed to the song. That was over 40 years ago. Because I heard it, right? And now, watch. So you got to guard your hearing because that spirit will come through. Now, if you don't be careful, hear me well, and I'm, I'm done. I promise I'm done. When that clock hit 2.30, I'm going to quit. I don't care where I'm at. Right, 12.30. 12.30. All right. Teresa, you better get back in the spirit. Teresa, I'm in the spirit, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa told me, get back in the spirit, Pastor. You are you out now. You, you ain't anointed no more. 2.30, you ain't anointed no more. <laughs> right. Now, listen, listen to me. Soon as you hear the song, you got to be careful. The thing will come, right? If you don't guard yourself, the spirit, it will come on you. And next thing you do in this day and time, you're looking for them on social media. And you mess around and pop up, and here's the thing. you so foolish, you think they still look like that. <laughs> and you all excited. And she get on there, and they're like, dang. <laughs> then B.B. King come to mind. The thrill is gone, baby. <laughs> but so, now here. So you got to let your mind be God. So if I don't feed, and, I, and I, I'm going to finish this up next week because I got to be done. We really over time. Listen, so the mind, so watch this here. So if I hear something, if I taste something, I can smell something. And listen, this is good. I can't play with this thing, right? You know I'm telling the truth. Y'all know the male and female. You got to be careful. Paul said it. It ain't good for a man to touch a woman. Some women and men, you can touch somebody. They hug you. Now, I'm telling you, this is the truth. It's not a lie. This is the God. I'm, I'm, this is the truth, right? They'll hug you. You think it's a nap. You just think it's a hug. Next thing you know, they're hugging you all the time. <laughs> because that spirit that got in, now they're attracted to you. Or you're attracted to them. So now you're waiting for the, 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 the session when we do hugging. Now, now, here's the thing. That's why you got to guide your spirit. Now, Jesus ain't in the picture no more. You're just trying to get to them. You're not going to do nothing. You're not going to do nothing in the church, right? But it's just somebody touching them, right? Right? I'm just telling you how it works. So now all this stuff controls your mind. Everybody say your mind. Now, here's the thing. Who's controlling my mind? Right? So I got to guard my gates. I got to guard them. I got to guard all those things. How do I guard them? I got to have the word of God in my mind all the time to guard against those things because I'm going to think. Right? Everybody said, going to think. And whatsoever man thinketh, you're going to, listen, I don't care what you say. You can lie. You can dress up. You can put on Louis Vuitton, coach, whatever you want. I don't care what happens. Your mind is warped. You're going to be warped with a new outfit on. 
right? And so that thing will mess with your head. So now Satan is coming in, and he's messing with your thought. So now you're angry when you don't have no reason to be angry. That's because you left one of your gates open, and Satan slipped in the gate and got in and took residence in your mind. Now you think something that's not really there. You start to think something, and your mind will make you think it's real when it's not even real. You swear to God, she liked you, and all the girls said was hot. <laughs> and in your mind, she always looking at me. He always looked at me. I saw him when I came in. He was never even thinking about you. But you thought in your mind that they were looking at you. You thought they were attracted to you. They didn't do anything. They just said hi. But in your mind, because you're warped, anytime you think somebody's so attracted to you and they flirting with you and all that, you better do an introspection because it might be just you. All right? You, you, you better watch your mind and where you at. And you got to say, what spirit is, who, who lead me? Who's guiding my spirit? Right? If we're going to do kingdom work, we got to guard our gates with our life. Because when we leave here, our mind controls our destiny. Our mind controls where we're going to go. Right? And if Satan's in it, he's going to always lead you down the wrong path. You think I can get there this way. I, 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 and so you believe it so much so you can justify all your behaviors in your mind. And here, let me tell you this, that's you. Think it if you want to. Everybody on the outside know it ain't right, but you think it's right. Right? You got to get the way you're supposed to be, and you got to get them in only through God. If you don't download God into your system and hit the button, you need to reset your life. He said, I'm there, and wake him up. That's why Jesus was here, to let you know you can do this thing. Let me be your guide. Now, two things, I'm done. Everybody stand to your feet. Let two things guide your life. Two things. Everybody said two things. Your mind and your reasoning. One's going to be your guide, and one's going to be your teacher. Right? Always, always follow your mind and your reasoning. Your mind is going to be your guide and your reason is going to be your teacher. Right? They got to work together in order for you to be successful in the kingdom. Otherwise, you're working against God. And when you work against God, you got to figure out what spirit is having you operate totally against what the word says. Bow your heads. Stand your ground. Put on the belt of truth and the body armor of righteousness. For the shoes put on, for shoes put on peace that comes from God and the good news. So that you'll be able to fully prosper. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God, and let it control your life. Lord, thank you. Thank you for Jesus Christ and what he did for us. Coming down here in the earth, showing us the power that we can do. You, you said in your word, you said, he said, 
that we can do the exact same thing he did. What did he do? He conquered Satan. And he was able to speak into people's lives and help transform people's lives with the power of God working through him. Lord, give us that power. Give us that desire and that passion for you. Oh, we love you so much. I thank you for everyone that's here. We pray that they put their mind on you and not on things of the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. As we prepare uh, for giving, uh, I want you guys to really, uh, first of all, I want to thank you all. We got some checks in the mail. Thank you all so very much for those who continue to contribute to our project that we're doing, uh, raising money to get our, uh, uh, our doors done and all that and all the work done. Thank you all so much. For those who made a commitment in your spirit and you have not done it yet, we ask you to make your commitment also in the real world. Right. We don't want you just thinking, we want you to do it. Amen? Lord, as we leave this place, but never ever your presence, bless those who have to give. But let them be willing to give generously, knowing that the work is for the kingdom to help transform lives. Lord, thank you. Let them be able to see that so they don't mind sowing in good soil. And whatever they sow, you're going to give it back to them. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Men will bless them. So, Lord, I thank you for the offering. I thank you for all those. Now, be with us as we leave this place. Watch our homes. Protect our homes. Lord, for those who need prayer, remove fear. Let them come forward for prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. God bless you. You know how to give. So.